What? College matters. What? College, college matters. matters. Really? For sure. College matters. Alma, Alma matters. matters. In fact, now like we are getting so much more press for community colleges in the US. Yes. With yes. Dr. Jill Biden being a faculty member at a community college, a community college as well. And I, I hope globally that people recognize that community colleges um, are really worthwhile endeavors. Community colleges in the U.S. trace their origins to before 1850. Starting initially as junior college, they picked up steam after the GI Bill after World War II and kicked into high gear in the 1960s with over 400 community colleges around the country. Today, there are well over 900 community colleges in the U.S. Dr. Maloney Gandhi, adjunct faculty at Foothill College in California, believes community colleges won't be a secret for much longer. Maloney joins us today to give us a primer on community colleges in the U.S. Why you, as in U.S. and international students, should seriously consider applying to them. Maloney then discusses how to pick community colleges and walks us through the application process. So, without further delay, here's Dr. Maloney Gandhi. Hey, Maloney, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing well, I'm doing well. So, welcome back to the podcast, College Matters, Alma Matters. Um, this time as an expert, um, in the area of admissions, counseling, and all that good stuff. So thank you for making the time. Thank you for having me back. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think the topic that we want to cover today is about community colleges and um, more to offer like a primer to our audience and sort of tell them what it offers uh, why it's there and how one can go about taking advantage of the commu you know, community college system. So um, maybe we can kick it off by just defining or describing what are community colleges and how do they fit into the college ecosystem here in the U.S.? Sure. So a community college is a college that generally offers two-year degrees, certificates, um, associate's degrees for transfer if you are planning on transferring to a four-year afterwards. Mm -hmm. And they're widely distributed across the United States because community colleges were meant to provide access to a college education for all populations. So mm -hmm. in the olden days when community colleges started, the intent was that people from the community would go to the community college if they were possibly too far away from a four-year institution or wanted to further their skills in um, a way that was easily accessible to them. So now that's blossomed into a robust network of several mm -hmm. hundred of colleges all over the United States and actually um, even globally, the community college movement is kind of becoming something of, or rather something to note because there are many other countries who are also looking at this model to provide 
um, more opportunity for folks to find the education that they're looking for. So what, what, what kind of things do community colleges offer? I mean, is there a scope? I mean, I guess what is the broad scope of the education that they offer? So community colleges are really cool in that they offer just about everything you could possibly be interested in, whether it is simply taking a college level course for recreational purposes, such as physical education or ceramics, mm -hmm. or to start a new degree in a career that you are looking at transitioning into. Um, if you wanted to take the first couple years of your four-year degree somewhere where you were already based, possibly, you could start mm -hmm. at a community college and then transfer to a four-year. So from a perspective of subject matter, it really is a wide breadth of subjects that one could choose to learn about. Um, Every community college, just like four years, also have specialties in what they offer. So mm -hmm. you'll find that certain community colleges might have a better program in business or another might have a better program in arts or apprenticeships and trades. And so that's the other unique piece about community colleges that four-year institutions generally don't have is there mm -hmm. is also a focus on trades and apprenticeships mm -hmm. and that is a path to get you directly placed in a job at the end of your time with that program at a community college so a lot of trades include things like pipes and now things even like aw um, mm -hmm. as cloud computing is even considered something that could be in that field the new white collar trades as they often call them as the mm -hmm. world is evolving so are the types of subjects that fall into these different categories. So basically, if I can recap, there are students who are coming in, into community colleges with either the idea of doing a certificate program or with the intention of transferring over to a four-year program. Is there anything else? Are there? And then, of course, there are these short-term courses, like you mentioned, which could be um, something that might be for a vocation or for some specific need, right? And also the people who are just lifelong learners and want to take advantage okay, of sure. the amazing educational opportunities at their local community college. So we, we have a lot of adult learners who are just coming to keep their minds fresh. And that is a perfectly wonderful way to take advantage of the community college as well. what's the level or what's the quality of the education at these community colleges? I mean, um, is there somebody tracking them? How, how does it work? And how's, how good are they, I guess, vis-a-vis other colleges? So I guess that kind of ties back to what I just started speaking about, where you have to do a bit of research, right? Because the number of community colleges in the United States is so vast, and each one has a particular focus. And so mm -hmm. just because a community college might be ranked lower on the community college rankings in general doesn't mean, just like a four-year, that they might not be like the highest rank in a particular subcategory. 
So just mm-hmm. like four years, community colleges also have rankings. U.S. News and World Report ranks all the community colleges as well. And then there's um, other organizations that will do sub-classification studies on particular programs that might be of interest. So mm-hmm. in that sense, it's very similar to any other institution in terms of how you'd find out what is good and what is bad. Also, of course, talking to people who are there and reaching out to their admissions offices and, um, you know, getting that firsthand information. Because, again, like I say about four years, I will also say about two years, a lot of it is about where you want to be, like physically and the kind of space you want to be at. Every college is different architecturally, geographically. The vibe at each college is also different. So all things to take into consideration um, as you would for any educational institute. What kind of folks teach at these community colleges? I would say having been in the community college system for the last five years now, folks who really have a focus on teaching are Mm -hmm. the ones who self-select to be at a community college. Community Mm -hmm. colleges are really focused on student success and it's not like you can just give up your teaching to do research as you could at certain other institutions. So everyone who's coming in and self-selecting to work at a community college knows that they have this focus on equity and diversity and making sure that everybody is able to reach their goals to get a degree or a certificate. And you do have to be willing to put in um, a lot of teaching time. Mm -hmm. And so I think there's that, which is super interesting to think about that someone who's willing to teach at a community college already has a focus on student success Mm -hmm. and the amount of care that the faculty at many community colleges offer is unparalleled. Mm -hmm. And you'll find that the community college faculty is on par with a lot of the faculty at four-year colleges. We Mm -hmm. have faculty who go on Fulbright grants for teaching. We have faculty who do incredible research and are focused in magazines like National Geographic. Um, Mm -hmm. There's no end to the success stories of our faculty's creativity. We Mm -hmm. also get grants from large organizations um, just like other four years do. So maybe this is a good moment in the podcast to uh, talk about your own experience with community college. what, what attracted you and um, what do you find there? What, what are some things people may not realize? So I was attracted to the community college in particular because I came from a perspective of international students um, and their kind of global mobility part, pattern for education. Mm-hmm. I yeah. was really curious to see like, what is the difference in the kind of student or why don't they look at community colleges? And that's how I kind of came into this world. And through Mm -hmm. that initial segue, I became a faculty member at a community college as well. And it's just been an interesting learning process for me, but also to see the students and their perspectives. 
now that we know what a community college is, why should a student, domestic or international, consider community college? So globally, I found that community colleges were not as highly recognized or revered, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but yet it is an excellent opportunity for folks to be able to try a couple of different geographic locations during their possible four years of study in the U.S., for example, and really kind of ease into that American academic culture if they're not used to doing that, mm -hmm. which a lot of students coming from countries that have very particular learning styles that are incompatible with ours, they mm -hmm. need a little bit of time to get used to the expectations of American college professors. And so I found that the students who are able to take advantage of the community colleges from that sense are also benefiting a great deal mm -hmm. that they get to kind of ease into the American educational experience. Because community colleges are meant to give educational access to all, there are mm -hmm. very low barriers in terms of entry into a community college. Mm -hmm. So for an American student, pretty much any student can attend community college. Yes, there are fees that you have to pay and things like that, that sometimes might still be a little bit of a challenge, but there is nothing like the SAT or the ACT or entry exams or, you know, top 5% of your class can only get in. None of that is there. So it's a lot more accessible in that sense. Now, I guess there's another component here, right? I mean, if a student um, is interested in, quote unquote, boosting their uh, high school grades, right? I mean, if they have not, um, if they think they can perform better and they use the two years at a community college to do well, to show that they can do better, get better, a good GPA, good grades, then they can transfer to a school that they may not have directly been able to get to with their high school grades. Is that, is that something to consider? That's also something one can consider. Definitely the benefit of going to a community college for two years before transferring is that the transfer admissions officers at the four-year tend to look more heavily upon your work at the community college and your work at the high school is not as important. Mm -hmm. um, but you have to also make sure that you do succeed during those two years, right? So you can't, of course, you, of you course. can't think that community college is just an automatic A, you do have to put in a lot of work, right? The faculty are really pushing you to be your best self there. So it's not just an automatic, oh, I'll go to community college, and I'll get into my transfer school, you, you do have to still perform. Many students who find they maybe just lacked the maturity necessary during high school to focus on academics will find themselves applying themselves more wholly during community college and proving to the world that they are of a certain academic standard to then make it to the four-year of their choice. So that is another reason students will come.
but also I wanted to bring up the fact that many of the community colleges here in the U.S. also have something called dual enrollment. And so mm-hmm. many high school students who might feel that they have exhausted what their high school has to offer will sometimes concurrently enroll in junior college slash community college whilst they're still technically in high school and earn college credit at the same time. And that's mm-hmm. another way to kind of get ahead and experience what college is like still from the security of your regular high school life. Okay, so Maloney, I have a question on behalf of the international students. Now, um, students that come to community college and earn a degree, would they still qualify for the OPT that um, a four-year degree uh, provides? Yes, you do. As long as you're getting an associate's degree, you are able to get your OPT after your associate's degree. And in fact, if you later transfer and get a bachelor's degree, you'll also be able to get OPT after your bachelor's degree again. Oh, awesome. In the case of community college, as international students or just about any student is considering community college, how should they approach this whole idea of including community colleges in the in their um, list of colleges to explore? Is this an afterthought or is this something that should be front and center? I think it should definitely be front and center. And in fact, I would encourage students to think of community college as a foundation for their educational experience in the U.S. Let's say an international student or just about any student is considering a four-year college study, but um, is exploring community college uh, for the first two years and then sort of hopefully transferring. So what, what is a, um, I mean, what kind of things should go into that kind of consideration and um, how would the community college prepare that student for their next phase, which is to complete out their four-year program? So that is a great question and a really useful one to discuss. I think it's probably a little bit daunting for people to consider community colleges, if for nothing else, because there's so many community Mm -hmm. colleges that if you're sitting on the other side of the world, you might not know where to begin or how to pick. So. I would suggest narrowing it down by geography in terms of where you want to be, both Mm -hmm. for the two years of your community college experience, but also in consideration to where you want to be if you're planning on transferring, because Mm -hmm. many times community colleges that are located most closely to the colleges you're interested in transferring to, or at least within the same state, will have transfer agreements with Mm -hmm. those four years. And because the four years know that you can't get a bachelor's degree at a community college, they kind of are trying to help you get into the four year afterwards as well Mm -hmm. to reach that goal. And there's a certain allocation of seats available for those who transfer. So if I take a step back, 
In order to get into the community college, if you are a foreign student, you will have to provide some proof of English proficiency. But mm -hmm. after that, um, there are a few other requirements that are federally mandated in terms of providing some sort of financial guarantee that you can cover the costs of both tuition and living in mm -hmm. the area that you choose to go to school in. But after that, each school might have a couple other requirements, but by and large, those are the generic requirements that all community colleges will have. Mm -hmm. And there'll be possibly a few other school specific things, but really it's a lot less to think about than applying to a four year that has many of the other entry requirements. There's still an application process you do have mm -hmm. to submit an application for every community college that you are planning on attending, but mm -hmm. it's a fairly straightforward application. So after you do that and you pick the school you wanna go to based on location, I would say the next phase would be like in that geographic area, you should really look and see what kinds of majors are offered, what kinds mm -hmm. of courses of study what sorts of extracurricular activities and student support groups, for example, is there an honors program? Is the transfer center very active? Do students find a sense of community? Because you're gonna wanna pick a place where you will find other students who have similar goals to yourself and will mm -hmm. kind of lift you all up together in that transfer experience. Mm -hmm. And that's really important to make sure you're able to find like-minded peers who are going to go down the same path as you to support each other along the way. And every college has different iterations of student support groups, but the main ones to look out for if you are interested in transferring tend to be places who have honors programs, places that uh -huh. have vibrant international offices to do special things for the international students to help them kind of adjust to being on an American college campus. Uh -huh. And the transfer rates, like the rate of success of students who have transferred from the community college you're looking at to uh -huh. possibly the four-year that you're looking at. And most of these statistics are fairly easily found if not on the community college's website by Googling, because state systems will usually kind of aggregate all the data regarding this and uh -huh. make it publicly accessible because it's bragging rights for all the schools that, you know, so many of our students have been able to transfer to XYZ institution. And sure. same for the four-year schools, they like to publicize their rates of transfer success as well. If I'm sitting on the other side um, and I'm looking at this pathway to a four-year program through a community college, um, you know, one fear I would always have is what if I don't make it to that transfer? So what are the general rates? Are they reasonable? Um, you know, I, by that I mean, is it in the 60, 70% range or is it in the 20% range? How many people can transfer successfully? You know, I think that is going to depend on each college, and I don't have a statistic to throw okay. back at you at this moment, and I don't want to say an incorrect statistic, but 
certainly there are some colleges with much higher transfer rates than other mm -hmm. colleges in the two-year world. But um, just because an institution doesn't have a, tra a high transfer rate, that doesn't necessarily mean that the school isn't good. They just may have other focuses because we're shifting now in the way we kind of look at degree completion at community colleges. And mm -hmm. a lot of the degree completion now is also taking into account those who do certificate programs, right. not just transfer programs. So you could have someone who um, was very successful at the two-year college with no intention to transfer anywhere, but that is still a reflection that the education is very good at that school. The other uh, second part of my question would be, what if I don't successfully transfer? Then you're saying then you that- Try again. Get a certificate. You can try well, again, you can, okay. You can definitely like get a certificate or another degree in the meantime whilst you wait to transfer again the following year. Unfortunately, most four-year institutions still only operate on a once a year transfer admission cycle. There are a few who will take students during multiple points during the year, but kind of most, speaking broadly, most schools still admit transfers once a year. Mm -hmm. So you do have a once a year application deadline for your transfer application. But um, if you were unable to get into the school that you were focused on initially, and you decide that you just want to try again for that same school and you don't like any of your other options, you can easily take another certificate or a couple of stackable certificates or a degree that takes less time to complete and wait another year and then try again. And from an international student point of view, who is, you know, hoping to get into a four-year program, um, the benefits or the advantages are really uh, a hugely monetary advantages. But second, you're saying there's a whole opportunity to adjust, right, um, to the American system. Is there anything yeah. else? I think those are my top two. And on the note of finances, you're going to want to really look at your cost of living as well, because mm -hmm. uniformly across the board, if you compare the tuition rate at a community college to the tuition rate at a four-year, you're going to find it is much more affordable. However, mm -hmm. if you're picking a community college in an area where the cost of living is really high, you could still end up paying the same total amount of tuition plus cost of living that would equal a four-year tuition and cost of living at a school in a place where the cost of living is much lower. So if I yeah. were to compare living costs in San Francisco, Silicon Valley, New York, Los Angeles versus living costs in the Midwest, mm -hmm. your um, low tuition in California community colleges plus cost of living, which is high compared to you know, a Midwestern school, a four-year school, oftentimes they end up being the same end dollar price. Okay, so let's switch gears a little bit. So um, you touched upon this briefly earlier uh, about how to apply. Is there, uh, how does a student, maybe an international student or local, go about applying to a community college? So generally speaking, most schools will do two separate applications. There is mm -hmm. a 
application if you are a U.S. citizen or permanent resident, and then there is an application if you are an international student. For the American students and permanent residents, most schools now are all web-based and you do your application online and they will generally return it back to you within a week or less mm -hmm. even sometimes with your student ID and instructions on how to like go about registering in classes in particular. Mm -hmm. Very straightforward and fairly quick turnaround. You don't have that waiting period that you do with four years where you're waiting six months to find out whether or not you are admitted. It's pretty much on the spot in comparison. If you're an international student, however, you do have to make sure you make certain deadlines that the international offices will put out so that they can review your application, make sure you're proficient in English and meet all the federal guidelines for being a student. They will then revert back to you and let you know that you've passed their application process and now it's time for you to try to go and secure your visa so that you mm -hmm. can actually make it to the campus by the time they have international student orientation. So community colleges will take international students every quarter or semester that they are operating under. And that's mm -hmm. a difference from four years where, again, you're only admitted once a year. So yeah. if you, for some reason, were not able to get into the admission cycle for a four year, um, you can also know that the admission cycle as an international student at a two year is often quarter by quarter or semester by semester. So there's a little more flexibility there as well. It's still a much more simpler application, I feel, from the student mm -hmm. perspective than it is to apply to a four-year. There generally aren't essay questions and things like that. It's more mm -hmm. just a collection of demographic data. Now, you know, um, the four-year um, applications nowadays has the Common App and stuff like that where you can apply to you know, hundreds of colleges. In, from one site, is there such a thing with community college or do you have to go around applying to each one individually? That's gonna vary state by state. So some states do have a uniform application system. So for example, the state of Hawaii, they have all of their higher educational institutions on one application, whether you're a community college or whether you're a four-year research institution, it's just mm -hmm. one application. But other states, for example, here in California, if you want to apply to a community college, you have to apply to the community college individually, but you know you could apply to as many of the University of California schools as you wanted to on one University of California application. So that you're gonna to have to do a little bit of research on depending on the states that you're looking at. Okay, that sounds straightforward enough. Now, what kind of advice would you have for students who come to the community college, what are, what are things they, I guess, ought to watch out for um, or things that you think would help them be more successful? Is there anything that, uh, any gotchas, I guess, is my question. So I think I'm going to answer it from the perspective of whether you're a local student or whether you are an international sure. student. Sure. Okay. So if you're a local student, 
your life is generally already set up. You already have housing and you're already kind of nearby or if you're already in the States and you're coming from another state, you kind of know the ins and outs already of yeah. how you would look for an apartment and all of that. So that's one thing that often throws the international students in that mm -hmm. community colleges don't always have dorms or don't always have their own housing. So mm -hmm. an international student will have to find where they're going to live yeah. on their own. And that can sometimes be a bit frustrating, but most mm -hmm. of the international student offices will offer some sort of assistance so that at least your first few months could be squared away easily whilst you then look for the apartment that you want after arrival and things like that. Aside from that, mm -hmm. I think what I was speaking about earlier in terms of making sure you're involved in the school, mm -hmm. that is really important for both the international students and the U.S. students, because mm -hmm. the more involved you are in campus life, the more likely you are to succeed. You need to have mm -hmm. that sense of community that's propelling you to be your best self. Mm -hmm. And at a four-year all of that community building is right in your face, whether it's the culture of the dorm that you're living in or just kind of the plethora of activities that are happening day and night at the foyer. But at the community uh -huh. college, you have to look a little harder at times because uh -huh. many community colleges might be commuter campuses where the students are just coming, you know, to yeah. take their class and leaving and things like that. So especially if you're a foreign student, you might not be ready or you might not have thought about the fact that the campus might actually like look empty. But then mm -hmm. if you dig deeper, even though it looks empty on the outside, there's a lot going on on the inside and different student groups are always organizing activities. Faculty members are putting on talks. You just have to find the right information source. And I think that trips up a lot of students. So that information source could be a faculty member that you like, or it could be the student union, or it could be making sure you're on all of the student email lists for particular organizations and classes. Um, mm -hmm. You really have to just make sure you do a little bit of research and making sure you plug yourself in. So for example, most honors offices will have their own newsletter as well. And, you know, the international student offices will have their own newsletters and ways that they're engaging their students. And now also so many people are putting stuff on social media. So just make sure you're connected on social to the different entities at the campus you're at. So you know what's happening. But I think that's one of the biggest kind of visible differences when you're coming from far away. And let's say, you know, like I spoke about UCLA last time, the minute you get to UCLA, there are a million things thrown at you. But yeah. at community colleges, sometimes those millions of things are not outwardly visible just right. by the nature of like the commuter campus or something. But that doesn't mean they're not there. So my big tip is dig deep and search for your extracurriculars because they're there. You just might not find them in the same way you would at a four-year. Same with the academics. So all of the additional tutoring support and things like that is also available. 
But mm -hmm. sometimes you might have to just search a little and same with the libraries, right? Like the libraries offer incredible resources and the librarians are super helpful, but you have to kind of take an effort to like go to their intro to the library sessions or chat with the librarians virtually. And um, my second biggest tip was like, make sure you do those things. Like don't just passively wait for things to fall into your lap as they might at a campus that is a residential vibrant campus, right? A lot of, right. I would say most community colleges are not residential. So you have to really kind of look on your own to plug yourself into the vibrancy. So I guess what you're basically saying is that um, if you come to a community college, you have to take the initiative to do both these things, to be involved on, in campus as well as whatever on the academic side and as well. Okay, so we are kind of um, getting ready to wind down here. Are there things, is there anything else, A, that we haven't touched on or talked about of a community college? Is there anything you'd want to add? I would like to touch upon the idea that a lot of people feel, at, at least globally, that the community college is a lesser option. And I would mm -hmm. really encourage people to not think of it as a lesser option, but in fact, a smarter option. Mm -hmm. So if you get into a community college and you choose to go to a community college for the first two years for whatever reasons led you to do that, like be proud of that decision and put it on your educational section of your LinkedIn and your other networking tools. Like there's no need to not claim the fact that you are a proud product of a community college. And in fact, now, like we are getting so much more press for community colleges in the US. Yes. With yes. Dr. Jill Biden being a faculty member at a community college, a community college as well. And I, I hope globally that people recognize that community colleges um, are really worthwhile endeavors. You know, I, I probably um, take a step further and say that maybe as you, as you as an as a student tries to draw up a list of colleges to add the community college um, you know pathway as one of the options and explore and see if that is for you and so that might be um, elevating it from a point of view of discussion as a um, valid option or choice right so um, I second that one hundred percent. Every every college list should have at least a couple of community colleges on them. Awesome. Okay, so um, anything else you want to add? Um, you know, I can't think of anything else other than community colleges are not going to be a secret for too much longer. So definitely take advantage of this wealth that's still kind of, you know, globally relatively unknown. I think within the United States, we're already definitely having a moment and community college attendance is on the rise. But if yep. you're looking at us from the other side of the world, 
definitely make sure to put some focus on the community college on your list of schools. Fantastic. Okay, so Meloni, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to explain and tell us all about community colleges and why it ought to be a viable option. And uh, appreciate all the points that you've made. And so for now, I want to say thank you, but I'm sure we'll uh, talk again. So take care and good luck. Thank you again. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi again. Hope you enjoyed our podcast with Dr. Maloney Gandhi on community colleges. This was a great overview of the community college system in the U.S., the opportunities it offers students, and how to apply. I hope this podcast motivates you to consider community colleges as a smart option for your college study. For your questions or comments on this podcast, please email podcast at almamatters.io with the subject line, Community Colleges. Thank you all so much for listening to our podcast today. Transcripts for this podcast and previous podcasts are on almamatters.io forward slash podcasts. To stay connected with us, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or visit anchor.fm forward slash almamatters to check us out. Till we meet again, take care and be safe. Thank you. College Matters. Alma Alma Matters. Matters.